This is Better Wealth with Caleb Williams. In today's video, we're gonna look at Naval's biggest takeaways from his famous, very viral, how to get rich without getting lucky tweet storm. He has a lot of good thoughts. He's inspired me and had, has inspired a lot of people that I look up to and helping them take their business and their communication and their mental headspace to the next level. We're going to share a four-minute clip from Joe Rogan. And then what I did is I handpicked 10 of my favorite tweets from his very viral tweet storm. I'm going to share why they're my favorite and how we can all benefit from how Naval communicates and how he talks about wealth, how he talks about value, how he talks about leverage, and how we can apply it to our own financial life and, and just our personal lives as it relates to business and investing and how we can take this to the next level. So without further ado... Let's hear from the man himself, Joe Rogan and Naval. The Joe Rogan experience. Um, you you do that one. You do that one very small podcast where you just have small, like three or four minute clips. Yeah. So what it was, I I did a tweet storm uh, called "How to Get Rich Without Getting Lucky," and it got pretty popular in Twitter. Uh, and uh, it's really about wealth creation. I just use the clickbaity title. And it's trying to basically lay out timeless principles of wealth creation that if you absorb them, you become the kind of person who can create wealth, create business, make money. Uh, and my theory behind that is like, there are three things everybody wants. There's actually more than three, but let's just I want to know if you agree with this. And by the way, this is why I love Naval is he talks about timeless principles. And so he's talking about three, but let me know if you agree with him. Let's just start with three, the three basics. Everybody wants to be wealthy, everybody wants to be happy, and everybody wants to be fit. And I know there's a lot of virtue signaling that goes on, like we don't want money and you know I don't care about being happy and happiness is for stupid people. Mm. But let's face it, like you want to be rich and happy and healthy. Yeah. Like, that's the trifecta. Now, of course, you also want an internally calm state of mind. You want a loving household. So there are other things that come into it. But those three, I think they can actually be taught right? And a fitness, I'm not going to teach. There are a lot of people who you've had on here, including yourself, who know a heck of a lot more about fitness and health than I do. Um, but I was born poor and miserable. And uh, I'm now pretty well off and I'm very happy. Uh, and, I don't, and I worked at those. And so I've learned a few things. There are some principles. And so I try to lay them out, but in a timeless manner where you can kind of figure it out yourself. Because at the end of the day, I can't really teach anything. Mm. I can only inspire you and maybe give you a few hooks so you can remember things when they happen or put a, put a name to them. So this podcast actually ended up explaining this tweet storm. So there's a tweet storm with like 36, 38 tweets, got very famous, got translated into dozens of languages. Um, and these were principles that I came up with for myself when I was really young, around That's 13, awesome. 14. Uh, and I've been carrying them in my head for 30 years. Mm. And I've been sort of living them. And over time, I just realized, like, sadly or fortunately, the thing that I got really good at was looking at businesses and figuring out the point of maximum leverage to actually create wealth and capture some of that. Uh, and do it in a very long-term kind of way, not not the, you know, banker, mm -hmm. crash the economy, <laughs> get right, bailed right. out kind of way. But, you know, build businesses and help people and uh, provide value kind of way, uh, especially when applied to modern technology and leverage in this age of infinite leverage that we live in. Uh, so the podcast is just explaining each tweet. So these are little three, four, five-minute snippets. Uh, I don't like to say the same thing twice. Uh, I don't like to explain in detail. Uh, I just I, I feel like if you have something original and interesting to say, you should say it. Otherwise, it's probably been said better. So that podcast tries to be information dense. It tries to be very concise. It tries to be high impact. It tries to be timeless. 
uh, and it has all the information. I think you need the principles that if you absorb these and you work hard over 10 years, you get what you want. Um, so I've got the one on wealth creation. I'm going to attempt to do one on happiness is a big word, but you know, happiness and inner peace and calm and all that. Because what you want is you don't want to be the guy who succeeds in life while being high strung, high stress and unhappy and leaving mm-hmm. a trail of emotional wreckage with you and your loved ones. Which is more common than not. Yeah, because you got to focus and yes. it's very hard to be great at everything. You want to be the guy or the gal who gets there calmly, you know, quietly, uh, without struggle. Mm. Uh, you want to be the person who's the, when there's a crisis going on, you want to be the calmest, coolest cucumber in the room who still also figures out the correct answer. Hey everyone, that was Naval himself talking to the greatest podcaster of all time, Joe Rogan, and talking about how, why everyone wants to be happy, wealthy, and healthy. would love to hear if you agree with Naval or if you disagree with him. What I love so much about him is he has principles, they're timeless, and they're just extremely powerful as it relates to how he lives his life. Since going on that podcast, there's a book that he didn't actually write, a guy named Eric wrote, um, but took a lot of his tweets and with Naval's uh, permission, put it together in a book where Tim Ferriss wrote the foreword. I would highly recommend you get it. His tweet storm is 38 tweets. um, But what I did is I took 10 10 tweets that I think are really, really powerful that translate into our personal lives, our business lives, our financial lives. And what I want to do is I want to read them um, because I think it would be extremely valuable and one of the best ways that I can give through this video. So without further ado, the first tweet is um, near the top of, of how he started this tweet storm. And he said, seek wealth, not money or status. Wealth is having assets that earn while you sleep. Money is how we transfer time and wealth. Status is your place in the social hierarchy. So let's, let's break that down. When we talk about intentional living, when we talk about what is wealth, would you trade places with Warren Buffett? That ultimately has come from this philosophy of like, what is true wealth? My definition of true wealth is living intentionally, um, whereas a lot of people are, are chasing things like dollar bills or they're chasing status, and status at the end of the day will, will never make you happy. This is like the sucker punch to the, to the gut because if you're playing a status game, you'll never be wealthy, you'll never be happy. You maybe that maybe answers the question why suicide rates are so high in some of the best neighborhoods in the United States of America. Why? Because the status game will leave you miserable uh, and and broke. Uh, and I'm not just meaning money in a bank account. I'm, I'm meaning broke spiritually. Um, and so that's that's all I have to say about that. Number two, uh, ignore people playing status games. They gain status by attacking people playing wealth creation games. I don't think I need to unpack that anymore. The status game can be really negative, and we should be really aware of it. Are we playing that? And if we are, that's maybe why we're not happy or not getting the results that we need to get because our measuring stick or what we're looking for is not the actual goal that we truly want. Number three, you will get rich by giving society what it wants um, but does not yet know how to get at scale. This is so good. I'm going to read it again. You will get rich by giving society what it wants, but does not know how to, how to get it at scale. Business 101, create, create something, a service or a product that people want, but they don't know how to get yet, um, or create a better solution for the, for the things, for, for people's problems that they're already seeking. If you do that, you will be wealthy. Some of the richest, wealthiest people in the world created problems, um, uh, people solved 
people's problems, and as a result, they're super wealthy. Number four, pick an industry where you can play the long game. Uh, pick an industry where you can play long-term games with long-term people. Pick an industry where you can play long-term games with long-term people. Love, love this for relationships, for business, for wealth. Uh, I think that's really profound, and I don't think there's anything else I need to unpack there. Next one, learn to sell, learn to build. If you can do both, you will be unstoppable. Selling is something super, super important. We all sell ourselves. We all, like selling is so vital to being successful and then being able to build and understanding how things are built. Super, super vital. If you can do both, you'll be unstoppable. If you only have one, if you're really, really good at one of those, make sure to find somebody else that can compliment you if you want to be unstoppable in business. Next tweet, play iterated games. All the returns in life, whether in wealth, relationships, or knowledge, come from compound interest. Naval talks a lot about this from a compound uh, from a compound interest standpoint and it's this idea of when I talk about control compounding, if you can control certain things and really um, be in the business of selling and building over time that that will compound and be truly truly incredible. And so uh, compound interest is a very very powerful framework to think about not just now but what can what what can you do what inputs can you put in that can ultimately compound for the future next tweet arm yourself with specific knowledge accountability and leverage arm yourself with specific knowledge accountability and leverage next tweet specific knowledge is found by pursuing your genuine curiosity and passion rather than whatever is hot right now that is super convicting because I know for myself, I a lot of times have this shiny object syndrome and I want to like go to what's hot or even in content, like what's trending, like what, what kind of content we should create and like looking at other people and what's hot right now. Instead, the best content that I can create is, is following my genuinely cur- curiosity or passion and that translate and that actually creates the most, gr- the best content for me. Um, and ultimately, this is as it relates to wealth, business, and your life. If you can follow your curiosity and passion, that will trump whatever is hot right now, and you will stay a lot more focused. And that compound, that compound result long term, that will be totally incredible. Next, next tweet. Fortunes require leverage. Business leverage comes from capital, people, and products with no marginal cost of replication, i.e., code and media. So in other words, this is the big tweet that has made me rethink like leverage and amplification is, is leverage comes not just from, you know, capital, other people's money and hiring people, but in the products uh, that can be created, especially if you can create something like a website or a video or create a written word of something that doesn't change the input or the effort going in, but the output, the attention, all the potential results that come from that could be, you know, one in a million. It could be literally, someone could literally watch this video millions of times and it doesn't change my ability to show up now and speak to you. That's the power of leverage and people that are actually solving real real life problems and truly helping people, they should uh, figure out different ways to leverage and multiply what they want. For the last tweet, leverage is the force multiplier for your judgment. And so in other words, if we create smart leverage, it will help us have better judgment and make better decisions. And I think a good example of this is hiring people. If you have someone to your team, uh, not only should they help you with, with obviously tasks, but they should elevate your judgment or ability to make decisions. If you're um, you know, bringing on really anything, if you're using leverage, it should elevate your judgment 
not not make it worse. Um, obviously, guys, I would love to hear your biggest th- takeaways from this video, your biggest takeaways from Naval. I would love to hear if you're a Naval fan, um, if there's any other gems on the internet of him sharing ideas and, and frameworks. I love how timeless his principles are. I love that he um, puts out um, tweets and and has podcasts explaining it. We'll have all of the links to where you can learn more about Naval in the comment or in the description. And again, thank you so much for watching this content. So thank you so much for sharing and and just being a part of this amazing community. Till next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Better Wealth Podcast. It would mean the world to me if you could hit subscribe, leave a review, and share this with the people that you know and love.